listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello and welcome to another installment of Special Reports. I'm Adriana Linares with the Legal Talk Network. We're still on location at the Clio Cloud Conference at the beautiful Radisson Blue Aqua Hotel in Chicago. Joining me this time is Omar Haredai. Hey, Omar. Hi. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Thanks for coming by. My pleasure. So, a few questions for you. Where are you from? I'm from Toronto, Ontario, which is situated in Canada, if you haven't heard of Rob Ford. Well, I'm glad that you remind people because I have a completely useless geography degree and sometimes I forget where some of our major cities in North America are, but there is a huge Canadian contingency here considering this is CleoCon, right? I think that's a big part of it. In fact, on the flight down here, I ran into people from Toronto that I didn't even know were coming to the conference. So it's been wonderful. It's been an opportunity for many of us to reconnect in Chicago, of all places. Yeah, that's funny. That always happens. Um, Conferences bring people together, even when they live, like, next door to each other. Exactly. It's weird. And what do you do in Toronto? I'm a lawyer. I practice civil litigation. I also teach at Ryerson University and Centennial College. So I do a few different things. I heard you guys wear robes. We do wear robes in Canada. Tell our American listeners about that. That's interesting. Well, the rationale behind robes is that when you appear before a judge, you are coming neutral. You're not wearing something snazzy or distracting the judge. Interesting. Uh, And so it's really the focus is supposed to be on the legal arguments and the case before the bench, essentially. That's an interesting approach. Well, it's a tradition that we inherit from England. So our official head of state, believe it or not, is still the queen. Right. We know that part down here. What about wigs? You got a wig? We do not have wigs. So, no, we don't We don't wear the wigs. At some point, we lost that tradition. I'm actually very happy that we have. Right. You have nice hair, so we wouldn't Thank want you. it hidden under a wig anyway. No. Okay. And you were here as a speaker. I am. What did you speak about? I spoke about social media. Okay. Now, there's a number of speakers who have talked about social media, but my angle was a little bit different. My angle was talking about how it affects our legal cases. So, evidence jury tampering, notice through social media. All of these are topics that we're seeing emerging in the legal field. And for practitioners who are, you know, dealing with these issues, there's a lot of ethical issues around them in terms of how do we tackle it? How do we deal with it? How do, you, how do we present social media to a judge for it to be properly admissible? Well, I know you presented in your robe. I did not, <laughs> but, you know, that would have been interesting. You should have totally done it in your robe. So what were, like, one or two of your main tips that you can distill real quick in this interview that you give or gave? There was an interesting story just a couple of weeks ago of a Dutch girl who went on a fake vacation to Southeast Asia. Okay. The way she did this is she had her family members drive her to the airport and pick her up from the airport, but she never stepped foot on a plane. She faked an entire vacation by changing the backdrop in her room, speaking to her family members every day via Skype, and faking different uh, tourist destinations, for example, going to a local Buddhist temple and pretending that it was a monastery. Wow. Now, the reason why I talked about this is because I was trying to illustrate what social media can do and how one of the big threats that we face in the legal industry is that we really have very little ability or even judges have the awareness that social media can be staged and spoofed even. Wow. So how do we make sure, how do we authenticate that the information that's actually entering our courts is really what we purport it to be? Oh, that's very interesting. So had her fake trip caused some sort of problem or you were just using that as an example of, look, this whole thing is either, social media is either really real or it's really fake or it's somewhere in between. There were no legal issues here for her. She was doing it just to illustrate that she could pull it off. That's amazing. And she photoshopped a whole bunch of photos 
making her look like she's actually in Southeast Asia, she's on a beach, etc. Wow. And she was never there, obviously, at all. She was stayed in her hometown. But all of her family members, all of her friends, believed that she really was there. And so you can sort of envision a case experiment. where law... Yeah, it was an experiment. Social experiment, interesting. But you can see how if law enforcement was to, you know, make some inquiries about a specific individual and ask their family members and friends about where they may have been, they would all fully have believed that she was in Southeast Asia. She had an airtight alibi if she really did want to commit a crime. That's amazing. Well, that's a great story. Okay. I love that. Jeez. And um, as far as Cleo goes, you told me before we started that you use Cleo in a little different way. We do. So in addition to my practice, we run a, a, an incubator in Toronto. It's a legal incubator. So what that means is we take young practitioners uh-huh. who either are fresh out of law school or have left a firm and want to do something different. Right. And we help build up their practice. We build up their skill sets. So we don't really require them to use Clio, but we encourage them to because it's cloud-based and all the benefits, obviously, that many of our listeners are aware of. And Clio gives you a discount or gives it for free to um, schools and yeah. law so we schools. Get, we get a discount for our that. practitioners. Because that's cool that Clio does that. Yeah. Right. They're great about that because I think they really believe in investing in the next generation. So I also teach at, at a local university. And so for our students, definitely, they provide it to us for free, that's which is awesome. a wonderful partnership that we have with them. For practitioners who are starting out in an incubator, they also get a discount. So it's a way of getting them accustomed and climatized to the software. And hopefully then they do continue on when they see the benefits. Especially if you know many of them have come from firms which are using other software. Right. And then moving to a cloud-based software, right. seeing how easy it is to use. Okay. I mean, it looks like a social media platform almost. That's really yeah. the way that Clio presents itself. Uh, it's very easy for, for lawyers to adopt it as a new technology. No, I agree with you. Um, I do a lot of training and implementations of different hardware and software, and I find that when it's Clio that it's the product they've picked, that's where my most hands-off experience, yeah. because it's either easy for them to figure out or you know the customer support for Clio is so good. Have you seen any other presentations or speakers that you thought were worthy of telling me about? I've seen them all. Tell me. Yeah. Who's so- your favorite? I don't have. If I take oh favorites, they're going like to be mad at me. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> I love them all equally. But uh, some of my buddies here that were speaking before me. So David Latt was on right before me uh, from Above the Law, and you know he's he's uh, a little bit of an infamous personality. Sure, yeah. He's so a, I was heckling the, the entire a legend. time. Legend. He's rogue. Yeah, he's yeah, interesting. Yeah. So what did he have to say? Well, he, he basically stole half my presentation. I'm oh. not going to let him live that down because not only did he steal half my presentation, he actually ate into my presentation time. So, David, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, as promised, it's still haunting you. And it will for a long time. Exactly. Well, that's the thing about the internet. It sticks around, doesn't it? It's not going anywhere. No, it's not going anywhere Who at all. else? Uh, Sam Glover from Lawyerist as sure. well. So Sam uh, has been joking that I basically recruited him to be my photographer, which I did. Uh, so he took a lot of photos for me, which obviously ended up on social media. Um, Very good. But him and I have been talking back and forth. And again, this conference has been a wonderful opportunity for many of us who really only communicate regularly online through social media to be able to sit down and, and actually have conversations right. in real life, which is great. I mean, that's the whole point of having a conference, right? I think I've heard several people say oh my gosh, you mean you're, and you know, for example, Ernie, Ernest Benson, you're Ernie the attorney, the Ernie attorney I've been following for, you know. (laughs) Exactly. So it is funny when these 
social beings actually reproduce themselves in the human form? We exist in the real world. If, we do. if there's anything that your listeners can take away from this, <laughs> we actually are real people, we have feelings, and most of us are actually pretty nice. And I couldn't agree with you more. I think that legal technology industry is just amazing. Yeah. Just like you. And thank you so much for thank coming you. by. I really appreciate it. Tell our listeners how they can stalk you on the internet. I am so easy to find. All you have to do is like Google Omar Toronto and lawyer. You don't even need to put my last name in there. You will find me because I am an avid social media user. And if I'm not easily found online, I don't know. Uh, I'm probably doing something wrong. Pound fail. Exactly. Or hashtag fail. Hashtag sorry. fail. I said pound. Wow. Well, thank you so much for coming by. I really appreciate your time. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thank you.